Hi everyone, Doc Gosling here. Today we're looking at uh, the stoning of Stephen and what that might mean for us today. But first, the Lord be with you. Acts chapter 7 verses 54 to chapter 8 verse 1. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this, they covered their ears and, yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. And Saul approved of their killing him. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. <clears throat> First, the context of this passage is that Stephen had been accused of speaking blasphemous words against Moses and God and against the holy place, the temple and the law. <clears throat> they also accused him of saying that Jesus would destroy both the temple and the customs delivered by Moses. Stephen begins his defence that wasn't actually a defence by recapping the history of the Old Testament. Stephen was simply reminding the Sanhedrin of what they already knew. But he emphasised some things they might not have thought about, such as the fact that the Israelites had a habit of rejecting the people that God sent them. He also stated that God is a pilgrim God, not settled. <clears throat> Even writing that makes me feel astonished that humans could think God could be contained in one place and that he can't be found in other places, in other church buildings, in the countryside, in prisons, schools, shops, in people we like and don't like. Stephen, it seems, was alert to the fact that things needed to and were going to change, especially in terms of the temple. Context given. Now we move on to how Stephen behaved in the passage. <clears throat> Stephen was full of the Holy Spirit. Imagine every fibre of your being filled with the Holy Spirit. No part of him was empty. He was how every disciple of Jesus can be. If we follow the commands of Jesus and give every part of our lives to him, 
no keeping anything back. Stephen saw the glory of God, with Jesus standing there, while he was in the middle of a very angry storm. <clears throat> Reminds me of the eye of a tornado, where everything around is deafening chaos. There was Stephen, in peace, silence, and most importantly, the presence of God. Wow. God's presence can and does turn chaos, hurt, anger, even violence into his shalom, his peace. Stephen prayed that God would not hold the crime of killing him against them <clears throat> and then went to sleep. Again, I say, wow. He is asking God to forgive people for killing him. That is what the power of God does when filled with the Holy Spirit. Can you even start to grasp what that looks like? Forgiveness for those who don't like, for those who have hurt us physically, spiritually, emotionally, for those who have said wrong things about us, for those, well, you see where I'm going. And I know it isn't easy. Believe me. <laughs> but forgiveness and love are kingdom imperatives. Then we see whose feet those killing Stephen had laid their coats at. Saul, the one we know as Paul. Just think, had God not forgiven those people, we would have had no writings of Paul in the New Testament because he would never have been converted from Judaism to following Jesus. What does that mean for us? Well, I'm just going to suggest, A, God cannot be contained. B, if we say yes to God and everything and be filled fully with the Holy Spirit, who knows what will happen? C, keep inside God's shalom. <clears throat> For D, forgive, forgive, forgive. And E, forgive even more, and love. Blessings to you all. Let's pray. God of mercy and compassion, fill us with your spirit every moment of every day. Keep us held within your shalom. Teach us how to forgive and love for your sake and the sake of the gospel, this day and all days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.